like gaming in general has just been like in in a lull right like the news has just been like i don't know like not that exciting so like i guess that's why i'm just like i'm, I'm just in a funk lately i guess is what i'm trying to say are everything. you missing the heart and soul of gaming <laughs> that's right man the heart and soul e3 yeah <laughs> all right let me check uh levels real quick i'll be right back all right all right cool all right testing testing what's up guys doing a little a little sound check here before we get started for the podcast uh walt's not here we're gonna we're gonna get into that for sure he's gonna get, he's gonna get this work real quick <laughs> he's gonna get the smoke man we got we got some smoke for walt man Missing, missing two podcasts in what last uh three or four weeks yeah we, we we got some smoke for him man so he he better he better be listening man because he, <laughs> he about to get this work um but yeah man got some good topics that we finally got some good topics so i'm excited about that and um yeah, we'll get started in a minute here. Um, all right. Actually, hmm, I actually don't know. Man, I'm working with a broken shovel, man. I actually don't know if I wanted to play on this account or if I wanted to play on my souped-up, more leveled-up account, but... Whatever. We will deal. Um. <laughs> I really love the physics on these dumb zombies, man. Look at him. Look at him try to climb this car. And then proceed to fall over. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Alright, sorry about that. I had to... Make a few adjustments, but I tweeted it out, and uh, we're good on sound, so. Cool, cool, cool. Keep it on my phone, just to make sure we're good to go. But yeah, man. Um, I know exactly what you mean. It's kind of been, I've uh, been kind of a gaming funk, too, it's kind of when it comes to, like, news or podcasts, really. Yeah. i actually been watching, or re-watching, or re-listening, uh, with the Weapon Wheel podcast from like the episode one on oh, Spotify, really? yeah, yeah, it's been kind of crazy how much Red Infamy is uh was it was in that show. Which, by the way, happy belated birthday, Red Infamy. I don't even know who that is. She's a gaming journalist, uh, media personnel. She's been in the game for a long time. She's I think she's married to hip hop gamer actually. Oh, interesting. The the legend himself. Yeah, yeah, he's a super cool guy. We actually met him at um, PAX East, and th they're not lying to say his energy is just contagious and, and really cool. To something to do with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> super cool guy, though. But yeah, her birthday was just bad. But yeah, she was on the, that, the old episodes for a long time. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy to see like how much like opinions and personalities change from when they started like in 2015 to like now it's kind of fun nice um when did they actually start um 
I want to say 2015, like uh, I think before the fall, because they were talking about one of the biggest games or games they were talking about was how uh, Batman Arkham Knight just released and how Fallout 4 was going to butt heads, not butt heads really, but just completely demolish Rise of the Tomb Raider, which was the Xbox exclusive yeah. for a year. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about that for quite for a couple of week, couple of, like episodes. Gotcha. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, let's get into it, guys. Welcome back to the twenty fifth episode of the Dual Shock and Sense podcast. I am your host, Soul, the connoisseur of anime waifus. With me, as always, I got Macho. How you doing, man? What's going on, everybody? It's the King of Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy Fanatic. Come at you from a different place now. We made mm-hmm. the move. We fully transitioned. And I got the whole new setup. It's a little different here. I actually got to walk to my desk in order to make sure sound levels are good and everything. But <laughs> other than that, um, I'm enjoying, enjoying the new place, man. We're, we're breaking it in nicely, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'm excited to actually see you know, how we can set it up and you know, what we can change differently from this episode to the next one uh so a nice little 25th episode to kick it off nice nice, nice man we're, we're, we're rounding on 25 yeah man almost almost at 30 man it's wild the thing that we've we've you know like i feel like i feel like with these things like always starting a podcast it's like man like it, it's so tough to find people who are actually like consistent and actually like want to do this you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so the fact that we've been doing it for 25 episodes man is it's pretty cool um yeah for sure yeah for sure um you guys might uh notice that uh you know our our third usual uh panel member is absent and um Mm -hmm. you know typically you know uh you know he he likes to spend his his evenings you know at the local strip club Mm mm-hmm but um he was yeah he was he was talking all that shit last week about you <laughs> and the week before and now look at him now oh <laughs> um, but what happened this time was that uh my man would tell you <laughs> my man went down to uh disney world and he he rode on the little the little teacup ride you know the one the one that <laughs> spins you that spins you in the in the little circle and uh it was it was a little too much for him it was a little too much for him. <laughs> he, got, he got sick, and uh, in front of all the kids, and he's he's recovering right now. So, <laughs> I heard I heard that he also rode the "It's a Small Road After All," and mm. uh, was completely frightened to the point of uh, he had to be escorted out of the park for crying too much. That's that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah we, we we can neither confirm nor you know deny these 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 rumors, but um, that's what we heard. Right. So, right, right, um, yeah. yeah, man. So, look, man. We work, we, in the gaming industry, you work a lot with the rumors. We also work a lot with the Dual Shock of Sense podcast with certain members. Exactly. So, be exactly. prepared. So, um, hey, man. Like, uh, you know, we don't know if it's true, but uh, whatever did happen, <laughs> we're we're hoping for the best. We're we're hoping for for a speedy recovery. Well, uh, <laughs> get get better, man. Um, we're here for you, bro. Yeah, definitely, definitely. In your in your hour of need, we're here for you, man. Um, oh my God, man! 
Uh, so, uh, uh, I can't wait to talk. Oh my god, no! I need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let me get uh, started, man. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, yeah, that's that's that. We'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll hopefully see you in the, in the next podcast, man. Um, we got we got a good show planned for you guys. Uh, there's actually some decent stuff to talk about, man. We don't have to fabricate, uh, you know, a topic like we did last last time. Um, that took us three that hours. Took the whole podcast. Yeah, that took us three hours to get through. <laughs> but we don't have to do that this time, luckily. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, abandoned. Obviously, I feel like that's been the big uh, topic of the of the week. Um. We also got uh, Sony's acquisition of Crunchyroll finally going through. Uh, the GTA remasters. Uh, Jesus. F- oh, my fucking God, dude. <laughs> Where did you go? Um, I see you keep getting chased. Yeah, man. Stop playing <laughs> dude, hard to get. This, this, Stop playing hard to get. This is what you, this is what you gotta <laughs> do, man. This is, this is the funniest thing. Just watch them climb up and then bop them on the head. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> come on man come back up here come on yeah yeah <laughs> see it looked, like, it looked like you you crushed his head like a grape on that first hit though i know man that's they weird. got they got hard heads man there you go see he slipped down there um okay uh uh the gta remasters we could, we could oh talk about man why'd you have to put him in the hole <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got that to talk about, and then uh, some other things uh, regarding some some rumors. Um, but as always, we are going to start off with the games that we've been playing. Um, Macho, why don't you why don't you kick things off, man? Because I feel like you've been playing something pretty interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a couple of rounds of uh, Last of Us Two. Slowly getting through that. Um, I'm on Abby's day two, and I just I, not just, but like I'm, I'm actually getting through a little bit of the story with Lev. Nice. And I think I'll just I'll just save my my uh, overall thoughts on it for when I actually finish the game. Yeah. Uh, if I ever finish the game anytime soon, it's a pretty long game. Um, yeah. How many hours yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's have you taken so far? Uh, like, I think it's set on a timer 15, 14 and a half, 14, 40, something like that. Okay. So, it's, it's, it's a long venture, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll save my full thoughts for when I, when I actually finish it. You might, you might um, actually get through it before I did, I think, because it took me, it took me 30 hours on the dot to finish that game. So, oh, man. The fact, but, I, I, I feel like if it's at 30 hours, it's kind of like overstaying its welcome. But I, I enjoy I enjoyed every second, man. I enjoyed every second, so I did not mind. I'm so happy for you that you did. <laughs> oh no! I'm so happy that you did. Oh no! But uh, yeah, um, so I've been playing through a little bit of that. Okay. Oh. And, and um, what do you say? Go ahead. Go ahead. What else? Uh, get. Oh, also getting through Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm on chapter 17 of 18, and what, so the re, one of the reasons, main reasons why I want to replay it because one of those coming to PS5 is enhanced lighting and, and graphics, and this game looks incredible on on a OLED screen, and just the fact that it's 60 frames, but also because I there's like this secret boss that came with um, the intermission DLCs, uh, intermission DLC, 
and he, he is really he's claimed as one of the hardest bosses in the game so far, and it's, it's actually true. <laughs> he is pretty <laughs> tough. You don't come in prepared. So I went through the game with the, an ulterior motive to actually level up some materia, get some of the weapons upgraded, get all like the different stuff for there. And I did it. I finally got to him right before we started the podcast. And I got through like two-thirds of his health before he did like a, a move that just completely decimated my entire team. But I'm, I'm confident. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to beat it. And uh, or, or beat the boss, and then uh, move on my way, merry way into the DLC and get 100% and everything, and finally send remake. So yeah, Fami's fanatic and doing his thing. Nice. nice and nice. Uh, lastly, Hades that came out this week on PS5, glorious 4K, um, and it's it plays like a dream, man. It, it looks incredible. <sighs> it looked incredible on the Switch when I was playing it, but even now on the bigger screen and on the OLED screen at that, it's it's just like man if people that don't play this game i feel sorry for you <laughs> this game <laughs> is incredible especially if you if you like returnal this and to me like i like hades a little better than returnal mostly because of the art style and because i like the greek mythology yeah yeah and yeah. that's what hades is really all about so but uh yeah it's it's an, it's an incredible game nice nice yeah i need i don't know when i'm going to i'm going to get to it but yeah that's definitely something i want to uh try out eventually Highly recommend, man. Highly recommend. If you need some tips, just let me know. Because uh, I, I beat this game on Switch, so I'm looking to actually get the Platinum Trophy on PS5. Is it is it a, a difficult game? Because I, I, you know, I don't want to call, uh, call out any, any names, but I heard, I heard, I heard some, some people were, were giving up on the game. We're dropping it. Even, even, <laughs> yeah. though, even though it's in Xbox Game Pass, they they were giving up on it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why people are just, just you know... Sounds like they don't finish the games. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, no, it's it's. <laughs> I would say that it's um, it's less difficult than Returnal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first couple bosses, you can kind of like button mash your way through it, which like I again I played the game before, so I kind of know like the rhythm of it. But even then, like I I my first run, which is essentially like you're supposed to die in this run, right? I got to um, the end of the first boss, and pretty okay. So, it's only it's only when the, you get to the third boss in the game where you really have to switch up your game and think about builds and how you're gonna you know build your character or build Zacharias, the main character you play as, to actually overcome the third boss. And then after that, it's like, all right, now I need to think of it in the more grand scope. So, yeah, it's difficult in layers, not much in just like progression, like how Returnal is. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, <clears throat> I'm not like, I think Returnal was like the most, and I, I say like roguelite or uh, like in quotations, but it was like the most uh, kind of that style of game that I've ever played before. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what Hades does because it's more so, uh, you know, like a roguelite than, than Returnal was. Um, but more right. more than anything, uh, I'm I'm just excited. Like the, it's not even that part that that really intrigues me. But it's more so like the art style and like you said, the Greek mythology. Like I'm I'm really excited to see that stuff. So, yeah, yeah it it takes it takes its own spin on 
like the portrayal of these characters. You, well, sort of, not really. Like, it, like it does fall into their regular character tropes of like Zeus being kind of like you know the god of gods, and he kind of revels in that fact. Or Aphrodite being really promiscuous, and um, where the case may be. Yeah. So it, it takes that and just goes full full blast with the, like um, with the kind of just the voice acting in general is really good too. Um, while adding like its own like personal story about the main character you're playing as, which is really cool. So yeah. I, I, I personally, I think if you'd like to return I think you're really gonna like Hades because it's just it has that same gameplay feeling of Returnal where it felt very good to play. You know what I mean? Where just it flowed nicely. Right. Hades is exactly like that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely have to give it a shot. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, but what you what you been playing? Um, nothing but uh, dying light, man. I I accidentally fell fell down the rabbit hole with this game, man. I, I, I think I might love this game more than I even thought before. It's it's so it's so fun, man. Um, yeah. I I don't I don't really know what else to to really add to what I said, you know, uh, last podcast. But it's it's just so fun. Um. I felt like I needed this. Are you, pay, are, are you paying attention more to the story than anything, or is this more just like a gameplay thing? Uh, just a gameplay thing. Uh, but there are like I I like obviously like Jade. We talked about her last time. She's she's really cool. And then um, her brother Raheem is also a really cool character. Um, so like at least like I feel I feel an attachment to those two specifically. But then like everyone else. Um, oh, there's also um. Not Rice, but uh, his, uh, like, I don't even think it's, like, his right-hand man, but, like, one of his, like, top guys, uh, I forget his name, is like, Kareem or something like that. Um, he's he's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, aside, aside from that, story-wise, you know, not the most interesting thing. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 really fun just just running around and beating zombies and upgrading weapons and doing little side quests. It's 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 just the moment to moment gameplay is just so it it's got its teeth into me and I can't stop playing it. Um that's awesome. That makes me more excited for 2 then. Oh, without a doubt, man. Um it's 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 gonna be really cool because it's more like I mean like there's there's Old Town in in this game which was like a pre like it's like a legit city city uh, compared to like the slums in you know the first location that you play in in this game the slums which is like where I'm at right now so like the buildings are like pretty like you know like two story like so, some get pretty like three stories uh, etc but like uh, once you get into Old Town that's when you start messing into like or getting into like the bigger the bigger towers and whatnot but uh dying light 2 it's it looks a lot more vertical than the first game did um so i'm really excited for that and obviously like we talked about before the the emphasis on story looks like it's going to be receiving more of a uh a focus in the second game so um yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, really yeah. like it. Like I said, like I said before, I I honestly think even even if uh you know we have we haven't got <laughs> we haven't gotten the delay on on Forbidden West yet, but even if Forbidden West was coming out this year, <laughs> I I still think Dying Light Two would be my most anticipated game this year, and that's even that's even with uh like like I just said Forbidden West and Battlefield that's coming out 
uh, and Kina. Like all three of those games, I'm really, really excited for. But Dying Light Two, man, I I think it's the like if there was only one game I could play for the rest of the year, it would be Dying Light Two. Um, yeah, it's understandable. It's like that uh, that what was it the first or second gameplay presentation they had, where basically you you just had the fate of an entire city, whether it was going to be underwater or rising from the ashes, so to speak. I forgot really what like kind of the whole flow of that was but whatever it, I, just, I remember being really excited for it and I'm hoping they kind of stick with that, that you, where your gameplay matters and has an impact on the story and what happens in certain cities or whatnot. yeah definitely um, yeah I hope I hope so too uh, you know we they had it's going to be interesting because we had um, or they had for the for the game they had the writer for Chris Avalon, I think I think he was like he wrote uh, New Vegas or something. Like he he wrote uh, games like Fallout. Let me do a quick check, right? Um, Chris Avalon, because yeah, he I mean, if he, he did Fallout New Vegas, then that makes me excited already. Cause I mean, it's the only Fallout game I actually completed. Yeah, he worked. Okay, yeah, the Fallout series. He worked at Obsidian. Um, yeah, okay, so Fallout oh, Two nice. and New Vegas and divinity original sin too yeah so he like this is what i'm saying like he he like his sort of like track record is games that very much are like decision based and have branching narratives and whatnot um this is this is before he got into all the shit with the the sexual harassments and and and, and whatnot before i was about to ask it. i was like i was like wait hold on <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah, his. I mean, this is this is of course you know assuming that his his work is being kept on for the game. But um, you would assume you yeah, would assume. Yeah, so. I, I know that game went through some hell too. Yeah. So I mean, if his work is is still intact, then I think yeah, we're definitely in for um a pretty cool story. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely definitely excited for that. Um. Besides that, um. Jesus Christ. Um. Resident Evil 2 still still kind of chipping away at that. Um I maybe played like an hour and um I got I got to I got <laughs> That's to talk. nothing game time. <laughs> I I think I've spent like a total of like 5 hours in that game. Um I still I still haven't met uh Mr. X yet. Um well, okay, oh, that's wow. that's not that's not true. We got, he he killed he killed some like reporter through the wall. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing a hand just blasting through a wall, yeah. and grabbing. Them. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the poor guy, man. And then Ada showed up no. randomly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, so that's the, yeah, that's that's uh, that was the most that I I got. Um. So yeah, we we'll get we'll get back into it. Uh, I don't I don't know when, uh, but we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. Oh, are you too scared? You too scared, Mister X? He I has a fedora even, hat. I haven't even met him yet, man. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I just I just know oh, I I'm dreading it, man. That's that's the thing. Like I just know that when he does show up, I'm not gonna be able to finish that game, man. I can't I can't have someone chasing me around. For an entire game, like I could do, I could do Dying Light, per, like f just fine, man. I can do The Last of Us Part Two just fine, <laughs> but a game like like and even Nemesis was wasn't bad at all. But like 
there's something about re2 man that atmosphere of just being locked in a single location like the the police station for the entire time uh there's just something about it man um and and just the notion of being chased around by by mr x and the fact that like i'm not i'm basically not safe anywhere i don't know i don't know if i can do it man i don't know if i can do it um even <laughs> even that's 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 one of the best things about rising evil village to be honest man yeah and like even you know you know i feel like rising evil village is a little more tamed than two though even to some degree yeah and like, like even, I feel like I can predict where Demon, Lady Demetrius is versus like Mr. Rex. I sometimes I had no idea where that guy would come up. That makes it that makes it even worse, man. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like even even RE4, man. When I played, when I played, um, I played it when I was like, like probably like thirteen or fourteen, man. <laughs> I had no problem going through that. <laughs> but now, and Bloodborne too, man. I have no problem going through that. But I don't know, man. RE2 is like, yeah, RE2 is fucking terrifying, man. Um, which is good, man, because <laughs> you want you want it, it to works. be, yeah, you want it to yeah. be. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it for me in terms of what I've been playing. Um, well, what, nice. cool. what, what, what about you, man? What, what have you been playing, uh, this week? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, uh I, I got a power, guys. <laughs> man, that, that, that first, that first, like, <laughs> like grunt and like, oh, man, <laughs> that, that was, that was perfect, man. That was I like I, I legitimately thought what was in the podcast for a minute, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I should be a voice actor then. Sweet, yeah. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, man. Shit, I mean, every everyone's <laughs> doing it nowadays, man. You, you probably can. Um, <laughs> Look at my lips, just thinking about it. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, man. Let's get into some of these topics because it's been uh, an interesting week. Um, let's talk about uh, the GTA remastered stuff first. Um, do you know like who this came out from originally? Like who was it? Was it Schreier who broke this first, or was it someone else? <laughs> it's funny you say Schreier because <laughs> I don't think it's Schreier, but I believe it was Kutak Kotaku. Okay. Which is funny that correlation there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think it was Kotaku that actually announced it um that's what i was saying on the on the twitter timeline at least um i don't attribute me you know if i'm wrong yeah yeah uh don't blame me people <laughs> just leave in the comment section who was actually was but yeah <laughs> I, th- I think Kotaka was actually the one that's saying like you know after months and rumors of speculation blah 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 this is happening right cool 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 so um god fucking damn it uh so yeah we got we got news that uh essentially or confirmation that yeah like a remaster for uh gta 3 vice city and san andreas is going to be uh releasing this year right this yeah. holiday yeah they say they say at the end of the year um i always, i was also seeing some things where like the console versions were released this year but the pc version was delayed till 20 early 2022 right something like that i think so pc pc master weight <laughs> oh, <full man>. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but uh, yeah that's what that's what i'll see but at the same time wrong, though. at the same time they got i'm pretty sure they have like modded versions that a remaster probably like there's not like for them there's probably not that much use out of it 
unless unless if it's yeah. like like a like a huge graphical overhaul but the fact that this is being dubbed as a remaster i'm not really that like confident you know um yeah yeah i don't know it's with rockstar you can never really know because they say that they, whenever they want to do remasters or go back to old games they want to touch it up so that it feels new but yeah. to what extent i don't know man it's really easy just to port those games over and call it a day and make so much money off of it yeah for sure yeah so i'm i am curious to see how extensive this is going to be like if it's going to be um yeah like a huge a huge sort of uh overall or if it's just going to be literally a port souped up you know in in unreal um 4k 60 and that's gonna be like the extent of it like i don't want i don't want no no nintendo switch you know port you know remaster <laughs> you know what what they were doing with <laughs> with skyward sword and some of their other games man um, yeah sumara 3d collection that was exactly one the, probably one of the laziest ports of great oh, games oh man like, can you imagine <laughs> now that you say that i wouldn't be surprised if that's what rockstar is gonna do that's that, dude that's i mean <laughs> That's why when I like when I saw that I saw people get really excited. I was like, they're probably not gonna do anything with it, because they're old games. They're they're like early PS2 games. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, the most I could think of they do is touch up the graphics, um, like slightly, just make them HD, 4K, like you said, make it frame rates at 60. Um, yeah, I mean, add trophy and, and achievement support. I don't really know what else they could do with it because they're pretty much great games on their own. I pretty, I think people will just be satisfied just what they just came to the new consoles. Yeah. You know? So I'll, I'll be satisfied with that, to be honest. And I don't even like the GTA games that much, but I would probably pick up the remaster collection just to finally go through them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I, I, I don't know, because I feel like I feel like for for them, like it's GTA, man. People are gonna fucking buy it regardless. So like, I it, it just I know I know it's cynical, exactly. but like, yeah. I I just wouldn't be surprised if it just had like the minimal amount of effort possible, like just just like barely doing like the minimum for this, and you know charging the full sixty or seventy because that you know Take Two is doing that as well, and calling it a day. And people will eat it up, man, just like they did for the Mario collection. So, I will not yeah, be that's that's why I'm not surprised. They came up with what one game last generation? Uh, yeah, read that. Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two. Yep, and then um, <laughs> the remaster for for or the port to the PS4 for GTA Five. Yeah, that's the only thing that came out all last gen, and they made so much money. Oh, so yeah, one hundred percent. Which is, so again, I, I don't know why you don't do the same for Bully or Red Dead Redemption One Remaster, God. but you know that's, that's beyond me. Don't remind me of Bully, man. It is, it is. Oh, you don't like it? No, I love it. <laughs> that's okay. All, yeah, yeah, it's a great I'm, game. I'm upset. I'm upset, man, that we never got a sequel. Of like, of like Jimmy Hopkins in like college this time around. That'd be so cool. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just, it's just so weird, and I, and I feel like this is true for like most game studios um and like sure like this this could definitely be attributed to like yeah like games are 
far more expensive to create now than they were back in the day. But yeah, like you think about the PS2 era of Rockstar, the amount of games that they were making, right? Um, you know, from Bully, it was, it was insane. Yeah, insane. It almost felt like a new GTA was coming out like every year. Um, maybe there were. I actually don't know the release times between like Vice City and uh, San Andreas. Um, but even then, they were doing some uh, console, not console, uh, portable GTA games. I think there's one on PSP and that came out. I think, I think China, like, Chinatown, Chinatown Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. And then obviously the the you know with with four. Um, doing like the big you know dlcs like ballad of gay tony and whatnot um and so and 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 like uh what's wrong what's wrong man you got the giggles at <laughs> gay did, tony yeah. <laughs> they, they just they wild on the names man it's <laughs> <laughs> so wild on the names it's so it's it's funny but um like that that just got me to thinking about like other studios and like this is actually something i've been thinking for like a, a really like um a long time thinking about like specifically like even taking a look at sony studios right um take a look at like uh like sucker punch right like they released like three games like three sly games for the ps2 um and then you move the ps3 and they did right infamous one and two but even like naughty dog right the ps2 jack one two three and then going to the ps3 they did Uncharted 1, 2, 3, and Last of Us. Um, take a look at Gorilla. You know, the Killzone 1 and 2 for the PS2, I think. Or no, no, Killzone 2 was on PS3. So, 2 and 3 on PS3. And then Santa Monica. Like, like I, I feel like you just go down the list and, like, I don't know. And even Insomniac, like, I feel like they've been like ps4 right they did ratchet 2016 marvel spider-man and then um miles morales at the at the end of the generation and then you look at all the ps3 ratchet games that they did <laughs> they did like probably like 10 or something like that and then plus all the resistance games as well so like what i'm trying to say is that like you can definitely see like I don't. I don't want to say the drop off because, like, I understand why you know these companies aren't putting out as many games as they used to because obviously games are taking way longer to make than than ever before and they're costing more. But um, it's just it's just so interesting to see that like yeah these games were pumping out or these companies were pumping out like three maybe four games a generation and now it's gotten down to like two if you're lucky you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It kind it kind of makes me a little bit sad. To be honest, because um, I I, I kind of like that uh, the the rollout of the games that we got, especially when it came to like a trilogy per um, per console generation or something yeah. like that. Now it's going like multi generational series, which is cool. I guess you know it's fine. You can see like the legacy come through and still shine that, and it still has some weight to it. But even then, that's feel like you know I, there could be room for other things too yeah um and also it also just goes back to sean Layden's point too shout out to sean Layden, that um we shouldn't be striving for longer bigger games but yeah. really i would say shorter more compact experiences that really resonate and i don't know i feel i feel like that really that really speaks home to like um a lot of the older games especially 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I know, I know people will probably have a problem with that, with, you know, um, more bite-sized games on the scale of, like, a Lost Legacy or Miles Morales, but, like, if we, if we could get, like, little bite-sized things like that, like, like, let's say, like, every two years versus, you know, a big, you know, sequel like Forbidden West every five years, like, I don't know, there's a part of me that kind of, that would kind of prefer the former because like even with miles morales like yeah it took me well like maybe i want to say like maybe less a little less than 10 hours to beat the main campaign but it took me like 30 hours i feel like to to actually platinum the game and that's like that's well fucking worth it in my opinion for the money that i spent on that oh game. absolutely so absolutely yeah same thing same thing with like lost legacy like i spent like a good chunk of amount of time for for you know the price to absolutely or like to to warrant the price that i spent on that game so like yeah i i think i think that would i don't know that that would personally work for me i know not everyone's going to share that opinion they want the longer the experiences that take like 100 hours to finish like assassin's creed yeah, it's just I, I I just don't know. I, I'm okay with some experiences like that. Like obviously the Witch, like some games lend itself to be long games like that, like The Witcher Three or um, or even like Final Fantasy Seven Remake, for example, where you know it's, it's stretching out with more of a story. But for something like The Last of Us or um, what was it? what's the other? I mean, even Returnal, really. I wouldn't want it to be like a hundred hour experiences. I'm okay with just really diving into it and in a weekend and having fun through there or a couple weekends and then just you know being okay with that just remembering that that awesome time i had with that game yeah i feel like there's there's a time and place for some games to be like a hundred hours and then there's other times where it's like it this doesn't need to be that long oh 100 percent. there's definitely games that don't need that at all yeah i i could not agree more um yeah, I mean, <laughs> Assassin's Creed did not. Did, oh my fucking god, these things keep fucking yeah, following me, man. <laughs> Assassin's, Assassin's Creed is actually the perfect example of that for sure. And even I think even to a extent, God of War a little bit, even though that game is incredible, mm-hmm. there were just some moments where I was just like, maybe this could be shortened up a little bit. Or even The Last of Us Part Two, and I'm playing through it, and I'm just like, okay, um, I'm getting a little bored. I feel like I can play something else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's fair um yeah i'm 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 really yeah i'm I'm, it's it's a it's definitely like an interesting topic because um it feels like more i mean where the the industry is going nowadays like the industry is obsessed with the games like keeping you locked into their game for as long as possible so you don't play anything else but that one game you know these games as a service and and whatnot like the industry is or or really leaning into those games that you can spend you know hundreds and hundreds of hours into i mean look at what the direction that ubisoft is taking and that's such a far cry <laughs> pun intended to, to what <laughs> yeah to, nintendo's puns don't yeah, be a coward yeah <laughs> to, to like it, it's it's such a far cry from what we know them from doing right the days of like you know splinter cell and you know rayman and the early far cries and the early assassin's creed games um and now now you know they're not doing that anymore even you know activision and and whatnot list goes on and on um dude yeah. i'm waiting for them to i'm waiting for ubisoft just to do a child of light too 
Yeah, that was that was such that was such a gem of a of an RPG storytelling game. Just they, they haven't done anything with that. Shit, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to. Yeah, I know. Sadly, sadly, yeah. but yeah, I know it speaks to your point. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I think that's why you gotta appreciate indie devs a little more in that sense, you know, because mm-hmm. they have that small scope to work on something a little more meaningful and impactful. And Hades absolutely speaks to that. Or you know, it is a small game, but there's so much about it that makes it just a worthwhile experience. And, and that goes with any any game too. And it only takes you like probably like less than eight hours to finish it. These these games too. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I mean, for it... a run in Hades, yeah, you could definitely finish it like within maybe like five or six hours if you're oh, really good. I I don't I don't know. I don't know how how long it takes to beat Hades, but like just just like indie games in general, like you can normally get them done. All oh, right, yeah. you normally get them done, you know, within like a sitting or two. So they don't they don't waste like a lot of your time. So that's always yeah, appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, back back to GTA. Um, so like, where where for you personally, which one? Because I know you said that you're not like to like the biggest fan of gta in general but like uh from from the the trilogy remasters which one are you looking forward to the most the one a lot of people keep talking about which is san andreas yeah um my history with gta is very sparse i've only really played it with friends whenever i went to one of their houses and we would just play and then ended up uh buying the I ended up buying like the trilogy in a PS2 bundle pack for like 25 bucks or something like that. And I never finished them, but I just kind of just dabbled into them really. Yeah. So, but San Andreas is the one I never really fully went into. And when I, from what I remember playing, it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to actually getting back into that one and seeing, you know, uh, if I actually finish it. I have a, I have a notorious legacy for not finishing these games <laughs> um yeah i mean so yeah san, san andreas is is great um i really i have a lot of good memories of that game specifically um but for me i think i'm i'm really looking forward to, to vice city um I, I have no intention of playing three so i don't want to play three at all um <laughs> it's too archaic um yeah and it's just it's just the one that like i, I just remember like not having like i don't want to say that much fun with but like out of san andreas and vice city that's definitely the one that i and it's probably because i've spent the least amount of time with but it's just the one that i don't like remember too fondly if that makes sense um the vice city man is it's I, I love that you know that '80s Miami Cuban aesthetic, um, the old pink and like light blue cars, um, you know the music obviously the neon lights like I'm I'm a sucker for that aesthetic, um, and the story is is really is really fun, um, so yeah I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, going through that again. Um, I just remember the radio like uh, shows just being absolutely wild. Oh yeah, insane! Like like out of, like out of the blue, and it's 
it's that's actually what I'm wondering for the remaster trilogy too if they're going to censor anything because they had some like really egregious stuff in there where like there's like a trailer for a movie playing and then the announcer's like rated R for retarded like <laughs> stuff like that where like I know it's not fly in this day <laughs> it, so. it definitely it definitely would not fly but at the same time I think Rockstar I don't think they really care man. Yeah, I don't think they don't either. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I, I yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I would be I would be I would be shocked if they actually went in and actually you know censored their own stuff. I w- I would be pretty shocked. It's it's definitely gonna be interesting interesting to see how they handle that stuff for sure. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's because when I was looking at like oh they're actually bringing out the trilogy or. For modern concepts, I just can't imagine people are just going to clip it or people are going to be taking certain bits of it and be like, this is horrible, Rockstar. You guys are the worst developed. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I could definitely see it happening, especially for stuff like that, where like if it would make fun of like disabled people or the fact that you could pick up hookers and, and kill them afterwards, like, you know, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting because like, we haven't had a, a GTA game release in, God, what, eight, eight years now? But, um, I, I feel Sorry. like, I, I feel like this, this probably could, um, and obviously five is still going on, you know, strong, but I feel like this could reignite, you know, those conversations of, you know, news, news, the major news outlets, like, I don't know, the fucking BBC or whatever, talking about how <laughs> how bad gta is and especially given given the fact that it's that this is the first gta releasing in like a modern light you know in like our our current times there's going to be even more of a, of a magnifying glass or like a scope on this one more so than even gta 5 i feel like um absolutely yeah yeah. yeah, so that, that's that's always that's always funny. It was always funny to watch clips on YouTube. Be like, newscasters just freaking out about Grand Theft Auto and the stuff you could do in that game. Yeah, I always had a good laugh just hearing them just complain and uh, say like, "This is bad for our children." Like, yeah, no kidding. That's why there's a rating on it, buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. All right. So let's talk about. Hmm. You know, let's let's talk about uh really quickly this um rumor that from software is making. I don't know how familiar you are with this, but um from software is apparently working on a PS5 exclusive, and then also that Wipeout is going to be making a return on uh, PSVR two. Um, so this essentially comes from the guy, and this is funny because I immediately thought about this once I heard. Uh, where this rumor came from. This came from the same guy, uh, Special Nick, who um, who uh, recently leaked the Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island expansion. Uh, before that, he leaked uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to PS Plus before anyone knew about it. And what, what I found so funny was that, like, I remember when we talked about that specifically when Iki Island was being rumored, um... I think it was you specifically. You asked me how reliable <laughs> is this guy, <laughs> and, yeah. and um, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He he was the guy who leaked the um, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake going to PS PS Plus. Obviously, he doesn't have a perfect track record, but uh, you know he has gotten a lot of things right. 
um so yeah this is the same guy uh he's saying that from software is making a they're uh, they're making a ps5 exclusive and it is in early development right now um and that also he's saying that wipeout is coming back so uh yeah just wanted to get your thoughts on because because i feel like we have heard like rumblings of from and sony working on something uh again together uh and then also it's important to note that this isn't bloodborne 2 um but yeah man this isn't bloodborne 2 it's not did yeah. he say that yeah yeah he said that oh what the fuck <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna be like it's bloodborne 2 it's nah. bloodborne 2 god damn it yeah. so they're they're making a all right so the rumor is that they're making a sony exclusive from software is and it's not bloodborne 2 right what the fuck why does that make sense <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> why does that make sense he also said specifically it's a souls like game oh man um okay so it's probably a new ip then oh definitely interesting interesting yeah. um i mean well wipeout wipeout is is not a surprise to me i feel like that's a I haven't been. I'm not like the biggest fan of Wipeout, but I did play on a PS Vita, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I I remember doing like all the races. I don't know if I got the platinum trophy in it, but I remember doing all the races, having so much fun with it. So seeing that breathe new life on PS5, absolutely down for that. I really hope that's a that's a, that's a thing. But a From Software game and Sony partnership game that's not Bloodborne 2. God damn it. They're really just avoiding it all they can, huh? <laughs> I, I I don't know why, because it's, it's clear that um, Miyazaki loves Bloodborne. I think he said in, in an ir- interview a while back that, like, without a doubt, his favorite game to work on was Bloodborne. So, like, there's obviously a lot of love there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what's holding them up. And, and okay, this is this is also a tangent, but like. Macho, can you imagine a Bloodborne anime in the style of Castlevania? How fucking cool that would oh. be. Right? Oh, you just spoke to my heart. That would be Whoa. so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's weird because, like, yeah, Bloodborne is a Sony-owned IP. And I'm like, you guys want to make a Twisted Metal show, but you don't want to do anything with Bloodborne? What? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah man like it's... that's weird that's weird i don't know i think i think i think it might be kind of just say like a creator dilemma where it's like you don't want to go back to it because it's perfect the way it is yeah maybe kind of adding to adding to anything anything to it or maybe touching up anything like in like in as far as like the remaster or making you know just updating just for mod for a ps5 can i don't know maybe mess with your vision or something i don't know there's something yeah. weird about that who knows yeah, it's. it's... I, I can kind of understand like not wanting to do a sequel though, but sure, even sure. a lot of people want it. But I don't know, just blatantly like I don't know if I was somebody be like, hey man, just we'll give you a little bit more money, just make Blood Four Two. <laughs> yeah, um, I if I could be uh you know fly on the wall or whatever, that's that's something I I would really love to know about specifically like what is the what is the hang up there because like it's sold it's sold well right it's sold like. I want to say like three million copies or whatever, probably more. I don't know, but it was obviously like I guess what I'm trying to say, like regardless of sales, it was obviously like a successful, you know, venture for the both of them, right? It's probably like one of From's like most like beloved 
games you know throughout their entire catalog and, and one of sony's as well everyone talks about it everyone's constantly asking for a sequel so i'm, I'm just curious like what is the hang up there because there there has to be mutual interest for both parties to want to make another one so i'm just curious like who said no you know yeah yeah i i really do think it's probably miyazaki's probably just wants to venture into other stuff first before d- diving into the but then again he we have seen it we, they did sekiro they did dark souls 3 they're doing Elden ring um so if they're doing this next IP and it's not Bloodborne 2, then yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I, I, hopefully it's like a hopefully, spiritual yeah. success. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I I gotta like okay like I I I will always like usually go back uh, to re-listen to the podcast or just put it on in the in the in the background. Uh, while I'm playing something, but I'm go I'm going to be watching this podcast specifically uh, over again, specifically because there was this zombie who just like fell off the top of this roof, and it looked like he was doing like a cartwheel in the air. <laughs> and I really, I really, I got the perfect angle of that. I really want to see it again. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm really curious to see. Um, Hopefully it is a spiritual successor to Bloodborne Man because I really want to see From Software do another sort of like, you know, gothic horror, um, Lovecraftian sort of game again, like Bloodborne. I right, think that'd be right. really cool. Is it possible that it's possible that, well, is it possible that it could be a Demon Souls sequel? Ooh. I don't know. Um, I don't think I don't think uh, special ed, um, you know, uh, said that it was specifically a new IP or whatever. So maybe who knows? That's that's the that's the other possibility that I'm thinking of that it could be a sequel to Demon Souls after the Demon Souls on PS5 doing pretty well, right? I mean, the sales were great or. Can't really recall, but I'm sure it did well either way because it was a launch title and a lot of people have put that in high regard. Yeah. Yeah, who who knows, man. But um either way it sounds sounds pretty cool. And and it obviously makes sense as well, right? Because uh Sony did buy stake in um uh Katakawa, which is the parent company from software. Um so obviously it makes sense that, you know, with with Sony having a little bit of stake within that company now, that like they're kind of like okay, like let's let's make good on this on this partnership now. So, um, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, for sure. I'm just, uh, I'm just looking forward to Elden Ring, man. After playing through Dark Souls three and the DLC, which day you have to play the DLC, man. Ashes of Arendelle, the Ring City, great stuff, really great stuff. I remember I was actually listening back to some podcasts too, and how. Uh, when you're playing through Dark Souls 3, you're a little more hesitant on, like, the uh, the, the difficulty in terms of, like, the locations. You find them less interesting. Yeah. I like, okay, I, I can find, I kind of see where he's coming from with that. But if you play through the Ring City, I feel like that will kind of alleviate your worries there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I've, I've seen, like, footage of some of those areas, and it looks far more interesting than a lot of the places that you were going through in... Uh, Dark Souls Three, one hundred percent. Yeah, especially Ash of Arendelle. Like that to me, that's like one of like my favorite places, and any like Dark Souls game or 
really just in the fantasy setting. It was just so cool what they did with that setting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows, man, but then again, you know, Sister Sister Free is is there, man. She's <laughs> so I might, I might have to pass. <laughs> so I don't want I don't want that smoke, man. I really Listen, don't man, want just it. let her step on you. Just let her do it. It's okay. No, nah, man. Okay. Not even not, not even like that, man. I'm I'm truly terrified of her, man. <laughs> not even not, really? not it's just a robe. Not not in the horny way, man. I'm I'm truly terrified of her, man. <laughs> I don't I don't want that work, man. I don't want it. Um but um <laughs> yeah, man. So um yeah, that's that's that, man. I'm I'm excited to see um whenever this comes into fruition and and i mean like we probably like realistically we won't get to see this project until elden ring is out the door so yeah i'm definitely not expecting to see it uh anytime soon um but then again man from from works pretty quickly i feel like because um i want to say okay so bloodborne came out in 2015 and then dark souls 3 literally came out the next year and then, uh, what's his name? Sekiro guy. Did it get revealed in 2017? Or I think it was probably teased, teased because I just yeah. remember that one teaser of just the bone, or at least I think like his um, what's his thing? It was the bones because it, it it was it, yeah, it, right? it just it just said shadows die twice. Everyone thought it was Bloodborne too for for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was teased. And if people were examining the bone, be like, "This is from Yarnum." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was teased in 2017 at the at the Game Awards, and it it was so funny because I remember watching uh, the Easy Allies uh, reaction to the Game Awards. And once they saw that, they were like, they're like, oh, PSX, PSX tomorrow, PSX tomorrow. Like ex- expecting uh, like a full on trailer um, for that at, at PSX. And then PSX that year was just like the developer, like round table thing. <laughs> so <laughs> they got like nothing. <laughs> um, but then uh, 2018, we got you know, the full reveal of the game. And then uh, Sekiro released in 2019. Um, and then I believe Elden Ring was also announced that same year. Right? Yeah, Elden, Elden, Elden Ring's been kind of, yeah, it's been it's been in the news for a hot minute. Okay. Yeah, so, they yeah, released Sekiro in 2019, announced Elden Ring in 2019. So, like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, I feel like, not that their, like, whole, like, release schedule is weird, but, like, they just, I feel like they just work really fast. So, like, I will, I, what I'm trying to say is that I wouldn't be surprised if we get Elden Ring, you know, obviously released in early 2022, and then they actually do announce their next project that very same year. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see because um, from what Elden Ring looks like, it might be the biggest one that they made. So right. it, whether they keep that same motto of like bigger, better, um, hear their own drum with Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3 being kind of being more of like arena-based uh, action games. Then yeah, I feel like we can see that because a lot of people like to give them flack too that their games aren't, you know, big on the graphics department. But and then again, I feel like they don't really don't need to because their art style is on freaking point every time. Yeah. So so I think they just stick with that and kind of just even just stick with games not looking the best graphically but just the best artistically. Then yeah, they, we can definitely be seeing probably the Sony exclusive by like what 
2025 maybe 2024 oof I, I my guess is I'm gonna say 2024 mm. yeah that's gonna be my guess yeah I think so too I think so too yeah um, if his demons if his demons souls too by any chance then yeah I think I say it by that man that, that sounds that sounds sexy as hell man I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um all right man so let's 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 talk about abandoned man um oh, geez. so <laughs> I honestly don't even know where to where to begin with this one um <laughs> like where 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 do we be how did this thing like start like this with with this week like we we had we we had the announcement that the the, the first real-time you know experience or whatever that would be debuting in the app was going to be released when was it like early early august and then the day came for it to for everyone to finally see this teaser and then it got delayed because <laughs> there was like some unforeseen technical issues or whatever. Um, and then they, so everyone, everyone was there waiting to see this this app or this this trailer or what have you. And then it gets pushed back. Everyone gets pissed off. Um, even Shuhei, <laughs> even Shuhei was like, hmm. <laughs> like looking, <laughs> looking at the abandoned thing on on his on his PS5 screen. Um, and then it gets pushed back a couple days later. The thing finally comes out. Come to come to find out that this would that the uh, that the thing that everyone had been waiting for was just the same clip that they had already released on Twitter of this guy walking. <laughs> Before that, they deleted a bunch of tweets of of them, you know, saying talking about all the issues that the trailer was having and that they were running into. Um. And, and then, I don't know. I don't even know. Like just just as this this thing is within itself, this whole thing is just a mess. Like I I don't I don't know where else to like how to really explain this, man. It it just feels it's so like all over the place. Like how how would you how would you like legitimately ex- explain like like give me the rundown, man. Like what what what's happened? Like what's the timeline with this whole thing? It's it's all over the place, dude. It's I remember seeing like a full chart. I wish I saved it because it, it actually broke down the timeline of when Abandon was announced to where it is now. But basically, the whole gist of it is to where it is now. People are at the point they're like, okay, fuck Abandon. <laughs> like like the game isn't even out. We don't know what this game really looks like, and people are already writing it off. Whatever it is, whoever the studio really is but underneath the curtain it's so weird dude i don't know what to really make of it because yeah. um it's to the whole point where like hassam is going on twitter and it's turtlenecks and saying like this is real <laughs> the game is real no, okay, okay. Small i was i was gonna i was gonna say that have you ever seen a game studio have to come out on twitter and say like guys we are 100 percent real this this trailer is 100% real. Like, have you ever seen... I've never seen that. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> What's so funny is that Gene a quote tweeted what Shuhei said, um, where uh, I think... I forgot what the tweet was, 
I think it was from Blue Box, but either way, someone actually uh, at Shuhei and was like, what's going on with Abandon? And then she was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and Gene quote tweeted, I was dying laughing. I was like, who knows what's going on about this game? Jim Ryan's doing the absolute best role of his life right now. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, it's just insane. But at the same time, like, there's no, like, obviously Sony, like, like there's there's some sort of agreement uh, like in place otherwise this wouldn't be an exclusive there's no way in my mind that sony is just like letting these guys run rampant and doing whatever they want right like they have to know what's going on here they have to i don't know dude i just know that the abandoned app is like five gigs or something like that and then did an update with another five gigs (laughs) (laughs) i don't know dude i don't I don't know. Like, the the thing is about this real-time experience is that from what I've seen the layout, because I deleted it after I learned <laughs> it was just, like, the Twitter video, it was that it has, it's going to have, or house, like, multiple trailers in it, as well as, like, some, like, experience demos or something like that. So I'm yeah, not sure if it's I... gameplay demos or whatever the case may be. But either way, it's just, um, it's something that's definitely, like, it's an event, you know? <laughs> they're they're royally fucking it up yeah <laughs> to the point where like i think people are now just kind of annoyed. like i was already annoyed now i'm just like all right when's this state of play happening uh wonton hit us up when's that state of play happening man <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's the last person you should be asking man don't ask him um <laughs> Um, yeah, this tweet still has me dying, man. That's like I just got off the phone with a certain someone. Oh, it's man. happening. <laughs> <laughs> who, do you, who do you get off the phone with? Should I, should I call him? Yeah, it's probably it's probably the convenience store guy next to his house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. It was dying, man. But um, this, this abandoned thing is too funny. Oh yeah, like. Are you are you like legitimately like mad at this? Cause like I like people are like irate. Like they are, they are like so angry about this. And I'm like, and I and you know obviously the word you know scam has been thrown around and, and whatnot. And I'm like, like what scam? What scam? Honestly, cause like they, as far as I'm concerned, they haven't taken my money, right? Like they they haven't you know I haven't had to pay for anything. So like I. I, as of yet, like, this isn't, if I, like, uh, obviously, like, if I had, if I lost money, or I paid money, or if I kickstarted this, oh my god, I would be pissed, right? Like, yeah, yeah then, then yeah. anger would be warranted, but, like, at the same time, man, like, I, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm just in for the ride, like, I, I'm just watching all this go down, and, like, I'm, I'm just laughing at it all, like, I'm, I'm not even, like, I'm not even, like, mad, is what I'm trying to say, um, I'm just I'm just curious to see how where this is gonna go, how this is gonna all end. Yeah, yeah, I can I don't know how you can be really mad because like I said, they didn't really take anything from you. You're not really wasting anything by looking it up on yourself. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know I don't know how you can get really mad at, at this, especially since literally all we had on the game was like what, two teasers and that was the first one that was uh the first trailer. That I mean, it looked interesting, right? It was just it's just an environmental horror, like um, not even a survival game. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot what they really labeled it as, but 
but yeah, it's it's. I don't really know. It's it's not like you, people been waiting on this game for years, you right. know, <laughs> or, right? Or like you said, where it's like they didn't really do a Kickstarter, you know, and they're just keep delaying the game. It's it's different. So I'm not sure, but either way, it's it's so funny to watch. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how people can get really mad. You can't you can't really you can't really cap for Blue Box Studios when they haven't. <laughs> you don't really know what they've done, you know. <laughs> um. Okay, so this is this is another thing, is that, and and like I I personally don't don't believe that this is Kojima related at all, but I I I don't want to hear like like if this does turn out to be Kojima, and again, I'll clarify, I don't think it is, but if it is, I don't want to see anyone being like oh kojima <laughs> like like oh uh, he uh uh um uh jiminy crickets he got us again you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> like i don't i don't want to hear that man at all man because <laughs> you know that's that's gonna be the reaction if this does turn out to be kojima it's gonna be oh all, all is forgiven man our, our lord and savior you know i don't want to hear yeah. it i don't want to yeah. hear it he's he's a genius he's a genius yeah yeah because this is this is definitely this is definitely some kojima shit y'all y'all give him a pass when he does shit like this and so like you know i i i'm just saying man it's annoying for both instances right so like if y'all gotta you gotta hold that same energy for both both sides man so seriously i mean i had people always called kojima has a is an egotistical nature. It's hard to work with, whatever the case may be. But then, uh, you know, when his games come out, they're they're God's next grace. Which again, again, they're good games. But yeah. it's just fine to see people now being like, he's being such a troll. Like he's always been a troll. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's it's so funny. Just just either way. Yeah, it's it's um. I'm really, I'm really curious to see when that state of play is happening, man. That rumored state of play, when's it coming, <laughs> bro? There's a rumored state of play every goddamn week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. Especially, especially if this abandoned trailer does, co- like, if the first trailer does come out, like, I don't know, like, let's let's say like next week or whatever. Like that's just that's just one more thing to take off of a supposed state of play like list of things that are supposed to happen within that showcase. So like, yeah. I, I, again, like I I would imagine if there is like a big trailer coming for that game that you would debut it at a state of play. But if it happens before the, you know if it if it happens you know they just drop it you know in the app then I don't think there's gonna be a state of play then. Because uh, that's to me that's the thing that you would want to debut in a state of play. But if they just drop it in 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 the real time app on a on a Wednesday morning, then yeah, I don't know. That's that's one less thing that you would have in in the showcase. Um, can we just, can we just keep in mind that we're talking about an indie studio? <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're talking about an indie studio. I love how they had to remind people too on Twitter, like, "Don't we're a small indie studio. Please forgive us." Like, <laughs> what? Nobody does this. Nobody does this, man. Yeah, yeah. It's... Not even super giant games where they they're a small studio with a big game. That's Hades, right? Yeah. It's not even well, big to is relative term, but still with a big game. They're even they're like, yeah, don't worry. Just remember, we're a small studio, so. 
keep keep praising Hayes because we only have like 25 like no they, they don't do that so like it's so weird dude it's so funny too at the same time I'm quite enjoying this ex- this experience <laughs> I am too I am too to be honest um yeah it's 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 pretty funny to see because it's it's it feels like it's literally taken like the industry by storm so this is this is something else i wanted to ask you about how do you feel about i don't know if you saw that one ign guy uh jonathan dornbush but he he kind of went on this like i don't want to say like tirade but he went on this like little twitter thread of like how like he, he was like okay that's it that's the that's the final straw for me with with abandoned like um well, well we'll talk about it on uh podcast beyond next week but after that we uh like podcast beyond like they're they're not talking about abandoned anymore um he, he was talking about like oh like other devs uh you know uh this is like disrespectful towards them and et cetera et cetera so like how, how do you feel about like um just in terms of like journalists like you know possibly just like ceasing all coverage on this game because of <laughs> because of what they're doing um and specifically someone someone brought up that oh you're gonna you're gonna stop talking about abandoned but you're gonna keep talking about you know activision blizzard and and ubisoft that's that's really interesting hmm hmm yeah wow okay but yeah i mean i, I can see this frustration though just because this uh it's again they're really kind of just pulling the strings on certain people but um and again i we we're just saying that we can't, i don't know how you can really be mad at it especially like if i was if, if i was on ign right or even kotaku god forbid <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh it's i would still be really interested in like what's going on here i think even jason strauer reached out to the sound right he's like he's a real person yeah <laughs> something like that yeah. Yeah, yeah oh my god yeah the rumors when they're saying the sound was a cg character <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah it's it's i would still want to keep my my thumb on thumb on this man thumb on the pen and make sure i'm, I'm ready to jot down some notes if i was if i was over there i wouldn't really say that you know i'm done with like following this or whatever because this is the hottest story of the year honestly yeah it really feels like it it really does feel like it yeah Um, it's like the whole journey of abandoned from its announcement to where it is now to all the fumblings to the the connections to kojima and everything and and you know blue box studios bb and then like hassan what was his name hassan something and uh you know it's what was it the acronyms are Hideo Kojima. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. too many connections to ignore, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah. I think I think it's Kojima. I'm I'm more convinced now it's Kojima. Really? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> man, that'd be that'd be that's a little wild even for him, man. Um, <laughs> it's I don't know. Well, I mean, it's definitely this. It's not normal. There's definitely something afoot. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent not normal. It's, if it's, I have my Sherlock Holmes cap on, it's something. Something's afoot. Oh, one hundred percent. It's just so funny that like, like you saw like Corey was like, oh, was it was it a Kojima game or not? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and then even uh, Devolver Digital is <laughs> saying the same thing. Um, you know, the, you know the only person who actually knows though, Herman Holst. You think so? That man, that man might know all. We have to, might have to hit him up on Twitter. He's pretty active. Maybe, man. Maybe. Um, 
But yeah, man, I'm definitely interested to see like what. <laughs> like I, I'm still, I'm still interested, man. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like this whole fiasco is just like, it's just, it's compelling to me, man. Like again, like I'm not even like I can't, I can't get mad because like obviously they, I, I don't feel scammed. They haven't taken any money from me. They haven't taken a single dollar from me. Like I take, it's no energy it, for me. It, it takes no energy or effort to just like look through a couple tweets laugh at like just how like like scrambled and like how messy this whole thing has been handled and then just move on with my day or or just to watch the trailer and be like oh okay that's the same thing that they released a couple days ago cool <laughs> like like <laughs> like like i don't know there's there's people literally like like hurt about this man <laughs> like yeah I don't, I don't know like if it that's like it's because they, they want to be proven right so bad that when they actually do something wrong or they mess up or they delay something, it just adds to their frustration of them not being right. It, it's just it's just the whole like Kojima aspect, man. That I, that that really throws like a, a like a, a wrench in this in this whole thing. That I feel like has has really gotten everyone like I want to say emotional, but like has gotten everyone like you know <laughs> like their their panties in the twist, man. Like if if this if Kojima's name was not even like associated to this, I, no one would care. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, possibly, possibly. This is weird how it's like it's such a it's such an event. That's the, that's the only thing that's throwing me off. We didn't even get this for Kina, and Kina's <laughs> like we know more about Kina than anything else, and it's like the, the absolute disrespect, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess so, man. I guess so. Um. <laughs> when do you so like when do you think this thing actually like this game actually releases uh i mean ideally it's, it'll be this holiday right if it is an indie game if it is a small game right that's what i'm thinking uh, who knows man because again we don't really know exactly what what kind of game it really is besides it's going to be horror so um yeah, yeah, it's really kind of what's going through my mind, really. That it, it at least it has to release this year. Yeah, I really. mean, but okay, how many? Like, there was like at least like five more squares in that in that app, right? That like roadmap or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot. As I'm saying, they they plan on dealing this out for a while. Yeah, so like, I'm I'm just curious as to like what is the release schedule for all of that, and like how how like frequently. Is that stuff going to be dropping? Because um, then, like, I, I'm, I wonder if, okay, do you do the, the release date at the first, like, the, the big, like, reveal trailer for the, or re-reveal uh, for this game? Or do you drop a release date after, the, like, the last square, which I think is, like, a demo or whatever? Um, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. Regardless, like I said, man, I'm really interested to see how they're gonna like what's what's the next big like fuck up with them <laughs> like time will tell and hopefully that's soon because uh i'm interested to know if this is really just the abandoned indie video game that's gonna knock people's socks off or completely disappoint with its horror elements or if it's really just hideo kojima just really fucking with everybody and like i feel like um okay if this is truly like um not 
you know, Konami or Kojima related or whatever. Or Silent Hill or whatever. Right, right. And if this is just truly just like a, a small indie studio, you know, doing their own thing that's, you know, associated with Sony and whatnot, they've absolutely burned whatever bridges that they've they've had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I don't know. It's weird. Especially since that thread just came out with like an indie dev uh, basically breaking down how like certain publisher guidelines for releasing an indie and like having rights to certain things or promotional agreements. It's just so um, it's, it's it's not favorable to devs. So see like seeing that thread this morning, which I actually tweeted out, I highly recommend people actually read it because actually it's a good insight into like how publishing deals go because yeah. it's so like foreign to us so to see that and to see abandoned <laughs> and how like how like much as just a clusterfuck yeah it's it's a t- it's a tale it's a tale of of, of the um of uh, two sides of the same coin kind of thing and it's it's so weird it's such polar opposites yeah for sure yeah i mean <laughs> no no other like i i i mean to be fair, not even Blue Box is getting away with it. But yeah, like no, I, no any studio would get away with this. Um, like <laughs> so it's probably this is probably this is probably should be like, this is why I don't work with indies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, oh, Shuey. I know you're doing the work. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess that's that, man. I'm like I said. I'm. I'm really curious to see how this is gonna what's next um but yeah uh you don't have uh anything to add before before we before we leave this topic no no i think that's it all right um so let's talk about um sony's acquisition of crunchyroll finally going through this this had actually happened like I want to say way earlier in the year, but then there was this major holdup with uh, the DOJ that they were basically, they had like concerns that Sony was having like, or they would have like a stranglehold over like the anime industry in the US, uh, essentially calling it a monopoly. Um, So that's what the hangup was. That's why it took like several months uh, to actually, for this thing to actually finalize, but, um, seemingly, they were able, they were able to, to convince them that it wasn't a monopoly, um, so, yeah, Sony officially owns both Crunchyroll and Funimation, um, there's a plan, uh, apparently planning to merge the both of them, and, uh, kind of have them unified underneath, like, a single banner, so they're gonna be, like, one company now, um, so that's going to be interesting to see, like, in terms of pricing, what what's that going to look like? Because, you know, now, for instance, if I have, you know, both Crunchyroll and um, Funimation, like, do I pres- presumably don't have to pay for both of them now. I'm just going to be paying, like, a single pri- price to access, you know, both of these uh, subscription services or whatever. Um, so it's going to be, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle that. Um and then uh, there's obviously the question about PS Plus. Like, you know, there's rumors about them including that into a more expensive PS Plus package. Um, so, yeah, what's what's what are you thinking with, with all of this? I feel, yeah, it's going to be another benefits, uh, benefit to uh, PS Plus 
if that's in the weeds. Because uh, then we have like a couple months ago where there's rumors of a PSTV service or something like that, or PS Plus TV, where they add in uh, some Sony movies that, along with your PS Plus subscription. That was they already did that though. That was like only in or at least. <laughs> It was like a test, maybe, is they did that in Poland. Right. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they did it in, like only in Poland for whatever reason, um, and yeah, so like I don't know if that's the thing that we will ever see over here, but yeah, they just kind of like tested it in Poland, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, we haven't really heard much from that. Okay, yeah, that's what it was then. Okay, yeah. then yeah, but I mean, um, the thing is, again, it's another benefit, another benefit to the package of having you know anime services or anime television television shows uh and as like an an extra added cost or anything like that i think that's cool for people that want it um but if it's really going to change the dynamic of certain things i don't really think so um you might get you might get you know a handful more subscribers or into anime that you know have a crunchyroll account and uh and you know a funimation account then that's good for them you know so yeah, I, th- I I think Crunchyroll was even added in HBO Max, but limited, I believe. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I th- I remember seeing Crunchyroll the, at least the the sign and a couple of anime in there like um, Food Wars and a couple of other stuff. Okay. Um, that was that was in HBO Max. So I'm not sure if that you know that's uh, I and I don't think they really expanded that, but I'm gonna have to check. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, well, we'll we'll see. We'll see on that. It, it feels it feels like this again. It's another benefit to PS Plus if they decide to go that route and um, want to add it to the service or make a separate kind of service, but then for PlayStation users, because um, they do. I think they even have a PlayStation where you can get like a couple months for Funimation for free. They had they did a couple of like special benefits like that or special specials like that. Yeah. And even doing the same with Apple TV right now, where you can get I think. Oh, the first yeah, month yeah. or the first six months? Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I th- I think that they probably could do something like that as well. Just have like continuous specials and deals that coincide with each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like I I feel like this is this is just like another way for like you know like Sony leveraging like sort of like their diversity or whatever because like they are a diverse company. You know, talking about. Their TV shows, their movies. Now, you know, they have a stranglehold on anime as well. Um, obviously, music um, and whatnot. So, like, yeah, if you can leverage those advantages within, you know, trying to bolster PS Plus and, and attract more subscribers, then, yeah, I think that not, not necessarily, like, to combat, like, Game Pass, but, like, yeah, that's definitely, like, a good way to, um, if you want more subscribers, like, yeah, I think starting starting to think about like what more you can add into PS Plus is is definitely it's it's always a a good idea for sure. Um, because honestly, for for me, and this is why, like for I mean, this is this is perfect. This this is uh, a reason for me to subscribe honestly because I don't I don't have Funimation or Crunchyroll, and if it was included the PS Plus, I would probably get it in, in a heartbeat. Um, but um yeah like for for me this this absolutely works because as ps plus is right now there's not really much of an a incentive for me to subscribe every month like 
for the the privilege to play to pay online or to play online <laughs> uh that doesn't really cut it for me so like if yeah if you yeah. include if you include something like uh crunchyroll and and funimation then yeah i would definitely be way more inclined to actually get ps plus yeah absolutely um i i have to agree with you like and just like the whole online play and the only reason why i've kept it around for some time was the ps plus offerings are pretty good for the most part or great for the most part but yeah um there there are just there are some months in the year where it's just nothing really leans my interest even then i'm not really playing any of these ps plus games because i'm too busy playing the games that i bought yeah so even then i feel like i'm kind of just not really putting it to use and even the online play i last online game i played was destruction (laughs) all-stars and i barely put time into that and we know how that went yeah man check my review on lordsofgaming.net um uh and even then uh, i think before that was well dark souls 3 actually i played with wall um and then monster hunter world before that and i was in 2018 wait that needs that needs uh ps plus dark souls 3 yeah i believe so i could it does it let me see i would assume so because it's multiplayer I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Hold on, let me see. I think you're right because I I remember every it was so annoying. Every time I logged into to Dark Dark Souls three, it would ask me, or it, it would it would come up with like a prompt and saying like, "Oh, you don't have PS Plus." I'm like, "Stop!" <laughs> like, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think you're right. I mean, I saw I saw one person say you don't need it. Okay, no. You don't you don't need it for for Dark Souls three. So even then, I really only use it for for um, for Monster Hunter World in that sense. Cool. But cool. yeah, they, they don't really they don't really have any like great multiplayer games that I can recall that like I just like oh I need to keep PS Plus for this. You know, <laughs> right? It, it was going to be Last of Us Two Factions too, but y'all know that's gone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely um so yeah i'm i'm really curious to see like how how they're gonna handle this um yeah it, it obviously the pricing is is gonna be the biggest thing like it can't be it can't be too egregious um not like so. ps now yeah. <laughs> how like so in in your opinion like what how do you think they're gonna handle the pricing structure for this if they do add you know some kind of like bundle that includes Funimation and Crunchyroll. Like, is this like, <laughs> is this like a a one dollar increase, a five dollar increase on Plus? Like, in your mind, how what does that look like? It's definitely gonna be a tiered thing, right? Where you just have your gaming subscription, and then here's your gaming plus anime subscription, and then if they ever want to add to it, and they can keep increasing the price. It's, it's sort of like the same thing what HBO Max has done where they had their fixed pricing at $15 a month. They had all the stuff that, you know, all the, all the stuff that's coming to the service. But then they had a, another tier. They added another tier afterwards. That was a $10 price point, except you would have ads and you can't get the day one, um, the movies of 2021 that were releasing HBO Max themselves. You actually have to pay the higher tier. Gotcha. So 
I think it'll be the same thing for probably for this one where you have your gaming subscription and then you have your gaming plus anime and and Funimation or Funimation and Crunchyroll and that could be like probably like an extra ten dollars I'll say yeah since you'll be getting because how does Funimation Crunchyroll work right or work does it is it they have it do they actually air new shows or it's just a backlog of older anime I'm not um, really yeah they i'm pretty sure it's it's like they they air uh new shows essentially as they come out all right so it's essentially kind of like a live service then where yeah you're okay then yeah then i will say yeah the price for charging 10 or 15 dollars a month by itself is it's warranted um and then adding you know ten dollars to the playstation subscription yeah, yeah. I'll say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, then again, trying to keep in mind too of competition, where Disney Plus released at like seven dollars a month. Um, so I feel like if I feel like a ten dollar a month for for all that for all the anime on Funimation and Crunchyroll in that one family, I feel like it's a attractive price price point, and adding like five or ten dollars to the patient description would do even better. Yeah. I don't know. What what are you thinking on that? What what would entice you to increase your subscription for PS Plus, whether for it's sixty now, and then you can go for to like seventy or eighty a year? Um, I I don't know because like the one thing that I don't and like I know I know they said that they um they have plans to basically merge the two companies, um. But like to me, like the worst, like going going to like what you were saying about like a tiered structure, like the worst thing to me that they could do is if they did like okay, like you got your PS Plus, and then you got PS Plus Plus, which is you know the regular benefits, <laughs> plus plus. yeah, which is the regular benefits <laughs> that you get with the original service, and then you get Crunchyroll added, uh, for like let's say five extra dollars, and then you got playstation plus 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 which is all that with crunchyroll and with funimation it's like i don't i don't want them like that would be the worst thing to me if they actually like split the two um so no i I do think it's a good idea for them to actually merge the two and and just have them just be like one thing and it's just like bam like you get your ps plus and you get um both of those as well i think that's that's a really really good idea um but yeah in terms in terms of pricing man like (sighs) I, I don't know. Like, how much is is PS Plus for a year right now? A solid sixty, I believe. Okay. But uh, if you shop around, if you shop around online, a certain store, you can get it for thirty, thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> a certain <laughs> store. All right, all right. Um, but okay. So, I guess, I guess, like, my thing is that, like, I don't, I don't get it for like a year. Like, I, I usually just go like, like not even month by month by month like i'll just do like one month and then like maybe two months down the road i'll get it again if you know a game comes out that i want to play online like like battlefield comes out in october i'll definitely be getting plus for that but like that's such a rare occurrence for me like the last time i had plus was um like for this year i got it in february for destruction all-stars and then I got it in June, I think, for uh, Chivalry Two or whatever that game came out. So like, realistically, I get oh, pl- right, yeah. I get I get plus maybe two or three times a year. Um, 
But then again, I've, I've never had Crunchyroll or Funimation, so maybe that would be something, you know, to um, get me to subscribe year-round. So Re realistically, I think maybe like a $10 increase, I would be... I, that would be like my limit, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I see it. It's interesting the, how, how you go about it, though, because... Um, I, I'm definitely the, the type of consumer where it's like I want to try to get the most bang for my buck. So if I can avoid paying multiple times per month, then I will. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go for that bulk year if there's like a nice in it, even if I'm not going to be using it for most of the year. Definitely. Because either way, I'm getting some games per month or, you know, if I actually want to play online, whatever the case may be. So but I was just thinking because like the way the your spending habits is completely different from mine so i can see why you'd be like way more hesitant than like going for like a full year and instead of like maybe um if you they, they do add like Crunchyroll and funimation you'd be like well there's this new show that's coming out and it's actually going to be on that service so i'll subscribe for three months because the show is like a 10 episode or 15 episode yeah. yeah like season or something like that yeah that's that's totally possible i mean i i haven't <sighs> I'm not I'm not as like into um current anime as I am uh, or as I used to be but like there's there's been a ton of shows that I've missed because of that because I don't have you know like a Crunchyroll or Funimation like I haven't seen Demon Slayer or uh Jujutsu Kaisen or or whatever um I haven't watched even though I've I've read the manga like I haven't watched Attack on Titan season 4 so like all those things like are are like uh Bullet, like bullet points on a list of reasons why this would be you know like interesting for me and why i would do it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely like it like honestly if um by some by some way bleach actually comes back with his with the anime with the new series yeah and it's going to be live on that service exclusively on the service yeah absolutely i'll be totally down um as of right now that that series is actually all on hulu but there's ads but there's yeah. a way to mitigate all of that, and for me just to get that entire Bleach series, all all of Full Metal Alchemist, or whatever the case may be, then yeah, 100%. I'll get back into anime. I've been I fell so far off of anime that to the point I feel ashamed because I want to get back <laughs> into it. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Uh, for me, or for me at least, I yeah, I'm kind of the same way right now. Yeah, there's um, so many great anime out. So like for me, like this will just I would absolutely eat this up. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with this, man. They they also gotta handle it very very delicately, man. Cause let me tell you, the the weebs, the weebs are are a community that <laughs> that they you cannot mess with them, man. So they gotta be careful. The with anime how they, avatars. Yeah, they gotta be careful with how they handle this one. Hey man, I'm an anime avatar now. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, my point stands, man. <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk about uh MPD uh really quickly because we got that um as well. Um, obviously Switch was number one. Uh, PS Five was number one in terms of revenue. Uh, in the U.S. Uh, MLB The Show uh, is the second best-selling game of the year, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, Ratchet and Clank I feel is... like that's not a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
like it's it's usually like for for the year it's usually always like you know like pretty high up like obviously it's not going to do like call of duty numbers or, or whatever but like in terms of like in the u.s like yeah it usually always does like really really well um yeah yeah it's i also i just feel like um mlb selling that much again it's not a surprise to me because it's on multiple consoles first of all and it's on on that note it's on a console where that didn't really have uh a, a, like a baseball simulator yeah as far as i can tell right that's that's like the one thing that i've seen like people from the xbox camp will say that the where's our baseball simulator so of course the one that actually releases on your console is going it's it's going to sell yeah you know and like that's, the, uh, to me that's to me that's like a no brainer and it doesn't really help it doesn't really add to the argument of like game pass games don't sell or yeah. whatever that argument is because it's your first baseball simulator of course it's going to sell yeah um yeah so we got that and then uh ratchet was at number 11 uh, I forget where Miles was, but Miles was also like, I feel like top four or something like that. It was pretty high up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Miles is still, still kicking ass, man. You um, love to see it. You love to see it. I, I couldn't be any happier. Like, yeah. Love it. I love it. Body corporate representation. It's a great <laughs> game on its own right. Um, it really builds the character of Miles and. I mean, I, I can't talk enough about how amazing that game is. It just feels even better to play than the original. Yeah. Like, the way the way Miles moves, the way he attacks, the uh, going from different uh, swinging animations into tricks. Like, it's it's incredible what what they've done with, like, the movement and how much it feels even better yeah. in that game. Yeah. It's a damn good game, man. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't think there's really much else to really talk about uh in terms of mpd uh oh yeah yeah there there was one thing uh skyward sword so uh, number one what's going with skyward sword oh no number one no! despite despite you know all the the crying the, and the complaining and uh the threats of boycott <laughs> that once again fell on deaf ears you know um mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nintendo printed out that paper of all those comments and just wiped their ass with it. Easily, easily. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just it's just a little funny to me, man. It happens it happens every time, man. Um, every time, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like yeah. again, it's it's it, history repeats itself, and that definitely uh, just added. It's another check off of um, things that make you look stupid if you, <laughs> if you try to say let's boycott it. Yeah. Um, it's so, yes, yeah, it, I, I saw it, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but. Yep, it is what it is, exactly. And Nintendo will continue to do it, so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it for MPD. Um, so now that we're in August, is there, uh, you might have to like correct me if I'm wrong, but are there any major? I mean, we have uh, Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut, but is there anything major coming out this month that you can see like easily taking the top spot for MPD this month? Oh, that's a good question. Because uh, there are a lot of games releasing this month, aren't there? I actually don't know. Um, let me see. Let's check it out. 
Because the only one I'm really I'm kind of just looking at is Ghost of Tsushima, which I actually started replaying. And that intro sequence, I swear to God, dude. I, th- I really think that's like one of the greatest intro sequences of all time in a video game. Yeah, it's really good. Just the title sequence, and then I had to look up, like, I just had to, like, just look up, like, all these different reactions to yeah. the title sequence and everything. Yeah. It's so cool. Everybody kind of has, like, the shared reaction, like, wait, I'm controlling this? Wait, the music? Oh, my God, it's a title screen! <laughs> 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 it's the same thing every time. It's great. And um, even then, it's just, like, that's, like, like I, the feelings that swell up when I was watching it on my TV, I was just like, dude, I'm ready to... To, to kick some ass now it's, it's such a good sequence definitely but um as far as releases Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut that's probably like the the, the package alone like the $70 game uh, or physical copy or, phys- or digital copy I feel like that's going to sell well um there's a also, there's also a little game coming out that I, I'm really interested in looking forward to and that's 12 minutes okay um whether it's going to hit MPD sales or not, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. But um, it is hitting Steam too, so I think it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, so I might check it out on both. But as far as sales, yeah, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima is probably the one that's really going to do the most numbers. If I'm looking at this list, yeah, because the other thing that's coming out is No More Heroes on 3 on Switch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Psychonauts 2. Oh man, why why are you giggling, man? <laughs> <laughs> you have Psychonauts too. Legitimately, do you have any interest in that game? Yeah, yeah, I played the first one and I really liked it. Okay, um, it was actually a lot of fun. It, the, like real talk, Psychonauts one is actually a very fun game. Um, and it's, I feel like its visual style is definitely following that Tim Burton appeal. Yeah. Um, to its benefit, though, because like the the fun and wacky and humorous ideas that it explores is actually really cool, and the way it does it in the gameplay avenue is very interesting. So I'm interested to see what they actually do in Psychonauts 2 to kind of make it bigger and better. Yeah. Um, if you haven't pl- if you haven't played the first one and you're and you're into those like those uh the old school platformers like Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper, it follows in those veins. It's not as action heavy. But the ideas surrounding it and kind of like the whole of like having like physical um, kind of like alterations to thoughts and in and, and the mind and, and kind of how, how that's descriptive as it's really cool. I think you'll probably dig it. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, I, I feel like I, I would for sure, because uh, it definitely feels like it's a game of that era. Um, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the last level will absolutely piss you off, <laughs> as it does everybody, because it's so, it's it's difficult. But other than that, it's a very good game. But yeah, Psychonauts two, I feel like is is gonna do well. Um, but it's a niche game for sure, like a or rather a niche series. So um, I don't think it's gonna really like hit the ground running unless it's, you know, yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna be. I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see how that how that game is gonna do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so let's talk about. Um, I guess this could be the last topic. Uh, Call of Duty is getting teased now, and you know Gene Gene was 
talking about this a lot when he came on to the podcast is that like this is pretty much like the longest that we've gone without you know a call of duty reveal and you know we've heard rumblings that this game has been going through you know some struggles and whatnot um and you know we, we got the i think the box art was leaked uh the game's called call of duty vanguard um so yeah, the promotional like um artwork and stuff like that and like know, the ultimate editions and all that do you know what the setting is exactly it looks like world war Two. okay based on what the the soldiers were wearing and stuff like that and um but yeah it looks like in the world war Two era but um yeah, it was absolutely like leaked, completely. Uh, like, there's no question about it, especially with the different like editions and stuff like that. Even then, I think the Call of Duty Twitter account posted like a small video of like I think it was like a a sunset-ish era, like over kind of like a barren wasteland, not barren wasteland, but like kind of like a a battlefield wasteland, I believe I want to say, um, if I'm remembering co- correctly. But in, in like in the air, it's just words just flying down, seeing like leaks and rumors, leaks and rumors, leaks and rumors. <laughs> <laughs> so they were playing around with it a little bit, which is really funny. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, actually, I saw that too. So. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, if, the, if this stuff is is leaking, you know, right now, then you'd have to assume that. You know, the big reveal is going to be happening sometime soon. Um, is this going to be at the, at the you know, <laughs> the Sony state of play? <laughs> that everyone keeps talking about saying that it's going to happen? I don't know. I'll ask my sources. I'll ask my yeah, sources. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that for me. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, okay, they said yeah. They said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, no, uh, yeah, it's, you have to think PlayStation has the marketing deal with this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cause, for, for sure. Because there's no, there's no way Xbox is gonna have a marketing deal with Call of Duty when Halo Infinite is literally right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But then again, like, I, I keep bringing this up, but I feel like, like similarly to to Rockstar, Call of Duty is one of those rare sort of IPs where you can just you don't need someone else to showcase. Obviously, it. Per, I, I can't even say that it would get more eyes if it was in a PlayStation show because Call of Duty would probably get millions and millions of eyes on it if it if they just you know did their own little showcase dedicated to Call of Duty uh, you know specifically. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they did before. They did before with um, the, the one of the most recent ones. Yeah, I how it was called, where they had like a big focus on story and they had like one of like the big actors come to like one of their showcase to talk about the game and. How it was to do like the mocap stuff and all that stuff? Um, I forgot. Was it World War Two? Call of Duty World War Two or something like that? I have no idea. It just came out a couple years. Yeah, it just came out a couple years ago. They had literally had a big showcase and it was huge. You know, mm. it was definitely a full-on event. Okay. Yeah. So like again, like it wouldn't surprise me if they did that uh, this year as well. Um. Absolutely. It feels like um, Vanguard have, feels like has a lot to prove. Especially since Battlefield is looking mighty fine, and uh, I don't know, I was, hear, I was hearing a little bit of rumblings that it, it was it felt a lot like Call of Duty from the technical preview, but okay, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see when you know if they would do like a, a beta or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Battlefield is looking it's looking scrumptious if I have to say so myself. Um, 
But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's yeah, that's pretty much it for Call of Duty. Probably get a uh, a look at that pretty soon. Um, is there any other topics you want to uh, touch on before we get out of here? No, no, I think that's it, really. Um, I think I think for this weekend, really, it's just gonna be nice and cruising. So, um, looking to see what else we can talk about. Oh yeah, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC. The Siege of Paris. All right, so guys, I want to thank you guys no, for kidding. joining for joining us for the for the Dual Shock and Sons podcast. Uh, once oh, again, come on. Uh, once again, man, uh, go ahead and like us and uh, you know give us uh, throw us a like, man. We we greatly appreciate that. Consider subscribing to the channel as well, man. We do this podcast every Saturday, uh, ten thirty a.m. Roughly ten thirty a.m. Uh, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the gaming community. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am saying he's the one want to talk about the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Never. I Come don't, on, I, man. Assassin, you, know, you know how Assassin's Creed makes me feel, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, 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 I'm I looking at Origins. I, I don't know if I can play through that in Odyssey at this point. Man. Sad, man. Sad. My baby. Um so yeah man let's get started with these outros uh well what's going on with you man what are you doing this this uh this week you got any writing coming up uh yeah i got some i got i'm getting something coming i got some family things to do but other than that i'm just gonna chill um more dark Souls three um <laughs> wait, 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 yeah 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 you gotta talk about school too what's going on with school man Oh, it's, 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 fuck school, man. It's, <laughs> I, I, listen, I don't want to deal with school no more. It's being nasty. I don't like the students. I don't like my class. You know, I'm just ready to graduate. But we're going back into it. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited. Thanks, Paul. Well, yeah, no, I totally know what you mean, man. Yeah, Let's play sure. Dark Souls 3 sometime. For sure, man. Um, yeah, thanks Thanks for joining the podcast, Walt. We, we, we appreciate it, man. Um, especially after the, anytime, anytime. especially after the, the hard night you had. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. Oh, um, listen, listen, guys, listen, listen. She was wild. She was wild. What she was? What she was? She was wild. What? She was wild. She, she was wild. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bacha, what's going on with you this week, man? I'm just going to dive more into uh, Ghost Tsushima. Um, I'm excited to play that. Possibly a little more Final Seven Remake. Uh, Last of Us 2, I'm going to try to finish it in the next week. Uh, I think I'm just going to take it slow, but I don't know, man. I, I, I just can't wait to talk more about that game with you guys when I actually finish it. Just because it's, it's such an interesting game, and um, I have a lot to say about it, even more than we did last time. But Regardless, it's going to just be more of kind of touching up the, the new home, um, going back to my parents' house to grab a couple more things and have dinner over at my fiance's parents' house. So, um, so yeah, it's going it's to be a good Saturday. It's going to be a good weekend, and just going to look forward to doing it all again this week, uh, just getting stuff prepped for the home. So, yeah, man, just gaming and, gaming and doing some house stuff. Nice, nice. Congrats on the new place, too, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. I'm definitely going to post up some pictures once we get everything all settled in. I got a nice little collection going up on, on, on the bookshelf. I got all my Kingdom Hearts stuff, <laughs> books and games. I got all my books there with the Harry Potters, the Pendragons, the Witchers, Percy Jacksons, 
Um, but the top shelf, I'm proud of. I got like a nice little Final Fantasy collection going there. And then next to it, I have some like uh, um, games I just kept over that are series. So I have like the Batman Arkham series. I have the Steelbook stuff. I have all the Infamous games. Uh, the Sly Collection, of course. God of War, all the Ratchet and Clank games. So yeah, man, I'm, just, I'm looking to touch it up even more once I get a couple more stuff in. Um, including out of Hades to to the collection there because the Hades cover art man has a nice little holographic tinfoil on it. Ooh. It's looking sweet, man. I, w- I wish more games would do that. Nice. Um, what about you though? What's going on with you? Um, not much, man. Just uh, probably more dying light. Um, maybe get back into RE2, man. Th- <laughs> like, I. I don't know, like, uh, like, Ghost of Tsushima looks interesting, man, to get back into it. Like, I do want to try that, that Iki Island. I, I don't know, do you know if, if we can actually get the, um, the expansion by itself? I don't think so. Okay. I, it's, it feels like, um, yeah, I don't think it's, it's, it's a lot like Final Seven Remake, where I think you actually had to beat the game. In order to do the DLC, I could be Shit. wrong about that. Okay, see now that's I could I, I could actually you know I could be wrong, but let me let me not actually say that. I just know for a fact that you actually have to play through Act One. You have to finish Act One, start Act Two in order to start Iki Island. Okay, see, so it feels like it's embedded into the game. It's not like Infamous Festival of Blood, where it was like it was its own separate thing. Okay, all right. See, because I I what I hope is that like I can um specifically like uh like a new like take my new game plus like version of gen for instance and use that for um you know Iki island and just and then just go from there i don't think i I will be able to but i would really like that we'll see what happens yeah i I feel like you can if like if you start like an old save probably because i if i'm remembering correctly that the game teleports you to like a certain part before like the last last like push into to the to the end credits of the game and you could probably continue on from there if you like okay all right you probably just like since you're like you're in act three you could probably just go from you know where the, you know say like go to this wandering traveler or whatever and you go to the new island or something like that okay yeah i mean yeah i i I hope I hope that we can because I I honestly like like yeah like I I enjoyed uh, Tsushima but like I I really don't want to replay that like like almost like the entire game just like to access the the thing so like if it is just like I just have to do like the first act or whatever uh, then that would be like really cool I, I I would be okay with that yeah that that was more or less my plan where I just I I wasn't really sure if I was gonna just replay the entire game. I was just gonna replay, or at least start a new playthrough, but and then go up to the uh, the beginning of Act Two and then start from Iki Island from there. And then if I want to complete the rest of the game, then I'll just go for it. Yeah. That, yeah. that was that was my plan too to really just do that. So I knocked that out like on Thursday night. Just got to like the Act One and I'll just go from there. Yeah. Which is it's it's fun, man. It's a fun game, so I'm I'm done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, even even playing it like just on on you know one of the recent podcasts, like I yeah I was just reminded of like oh yeah it, it just feels good to like move around in this world. Um, but yeah, man, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Hades is definitely on the um, on the forecast, but like I also have this thing where like uh, like my um, I have this this weird thing that like the you know like the your sort of like games lineup on on the home screen like i i feel like i have this thing that if if it gets to be like too much if i have too many games that i'm playing at the same time like i get overwhelmed so like i i try to at least like finish like you know like what i have like on my home screen before i move on to anything else so and i'm kind of like reaching that territory because like i have greece on my home screen i have um re2 uh blast blue that i still need to finish like i have all these things that i'm kind of like trying to do at the same time that if i add something else i'm gonna get overwhelmed so like i definitely want to finish like a couple of these things before i play anything new this month yeah no i i understand that for sure it's um one of the things i try to do for like since i i'm kind of that same boat where i'm playing the last of us 2 i started go tsushima i dipped into hades once again I'm playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV on top of that. <laughs> so, so like, the way that I organize it is I literally just have, like, certain days for certain games. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, so, like, there's Final Fantasy Fridays, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I always dedicate to a Tuesday because, um, like, your challenge logs to get more experience points, stuff like that, all that resets on every Tuesday. So I make it for those days. Also, a great Ace Attorney. I'm also playing through that. Oh, and then, um, Witcher 3 Wednesdays was always a thing, but I think I'm just going to hold that off until the new season comes through, and then I get that Witcher, like, vibe, and I'll just start playing the games again and while I'm watching the new season. Yeah. And then when it comes to, like, I guess Mondays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, I kind of just play whatever, whatever I'm in the mood for. Nice. So, the, whether that be Grey Ace Attorney, I'll dedicate to like a full day, and then Last of Us 2 will be like another full day. Gojushima will be a different one. So, if you, maybe you could try it like that, where like, today I'm going to play Greece. I'm going to finish it. Right. And then you do so. And the next day I'm going to play Resident Evil 2. And then the day after that uh, is Gojushima, so I'll dip into that. So, That's... maybe if you try to schedule out different days, it can help you actually finish like the games. That's actually not a bad idea. I think yeah. I've done it for a couple. I've done it for a couple once, and so far, uh, it's it. Obviously, you're going through it slowly, but uh, right. you know, it's, it still helps. It helps you get through the games. In any case, right for sure. Yeah, I think I, I think I might try that. Um, do it for it. And while you're at it, while you're at it, add Hades to it because it's, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's so um, good. The price, right, the price is right too. <laughs> um all right guys that's gonna do it for us for the podcast uh once again i want to thank you guys for stopping by if you came through live or afterwards we always appreciate it uh consider subscribing to the channel man it definitely definitely uh lets us know that y'all want us to keep doing this <laughs> so we appreciate that <laughs> um so yeah man uh we'll catch you guys next week peace see ya